High School Slumber Party, BTE, is a Cage Club Podcast Network production. For all things Cage Club and High School Slumber Party related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, High School Slumber Party. That's High School Slumber Party. What's up, slumbers? This is Brian Rodriguez, your slumber party host and your co-host of the Black Teen Experience here on High School Slumber Party. Just wanted to start the podcast off to say that this is part two of a two-part He Got Game episode. We did, I say we, Kirkland Shepard, my co-host here on the Black Teen Experience and special guest, my cousin, Cousin Pumpkin. We had a blast talking He Got Game, maybe too much fun. We talked for over three hours. The gin and tonics were flowing, and you could probably tell on this recording. (laughs) We tried our best, but yeah. Just want to let you know, please, 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 I know it's the summer, but do your homework. Listen to episode one that came out last Friday. You're going to be a little lost if you just drop in here. And remember, of course, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Also, class participation is a huge part of your grade, so follow us on social media and comment. I love your comments. I read all your comments. Remember, that's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. While I'm here, I should remind you about a couple things. Monday, we had a really good episode. We're currently in our Fear Street saga. More on that later, but Kate Hudson will be back next Monday or this Monday coming up, I should say to conclude the Fear Street trilogy. But yesterday, another Kate Hudson-related project, we dropped a special Netflix primer for you guys out there who aren't familiar with Twilight and you see it show up on Netflix and you're like, this is stupid. Yes, it is stupid, but it's also a fun ride. Watch Twilight, and if you're not convinced, listen to that primer. It's in your feed if you subscribe, but just check this podcast out wherever and find it. That'll just show you how much fun me, Kate Hudson, and Joe too have watching these Twilight movies. You probably think I'm crazy right now, but I'm not. They are a blast. They're so weird, but so freaking fun. Couple other things. If you saw our social media, if you follow our social media, you found out that Cousin Pumpkin, one of the guests today, finally, finally got his Goofy Movie Tattoo. You slumberers voted for it. You voted for him to get a tattoo as Max as Powerline. And that's the tattoo he got. Big, big shout out to Andrea from Da Vinci Tattoo in Long Island. I'll get her uh, contacts and stuff so you could follow her on Instagram at the end of the episode. And stay tuned for the end of that episode because we're going to have a special post-tattoo interview with Cousin Pumpkin. 
Basically, if you're not aware, Pumpkin was a guest on our Goofy Movie episode, and he agreed to get a tattoo from the Goofy Movie, that animated movie that maybe was out when you were a kid, or maybe a little bit after. I'm not sure if you've seen it. And we had a big vote, and the Slumbers voted for Max's Powerline. He actually got it. It took us a while to get with COVID and tattoo places closing, and it is so good. It is so, so good. So listen to After the Episode for all that. And one more thing about this episode that I wanted to kind of put a disclaimer on. We talk about some pretty heavy topics here. It's just the three of us. We talk race. We talk gender. Maybe we don't always say the right thing. Maybe we don't have the right ideas. I don't know. But when I wanted to start this podcast with Kirkland, it was Kirkland's idea, but when we thought about what we wanted here, we wanted to get into dialogue like this. We wanted to get some raw, raw dialogue. And if you're offended, I apologize. Please let me know, though. I don't want to offend anyone. I don't go out to offend anyone. And if I do, or if any of us do, well, I don't know if Cousin Pumpkin cares, to be honest with you, but I do, (laughs) and I'm sure Kirk does. So if anything rubs you the wrong way, please let me know. Slide into my DMs or hit me up on highschoolslumberparty at gmail.com. That's highschoolslumberparty at gmail.com. I want to be more aware. But if we don't have this dialogue, if we don't have this kind of conversation, you know, it's hard to know what's right, know what's wrong, know what people are feeling. I hate when things just get into arguments or we just cancel people or whatever. Let's have dialogue. And, and that's what's so, so important. Also, like I said, we're drinking the gin and tonics. We get silly at sometimes too. This is an episode that runs the gambit of emotions and just feelings, and you could tell we're a little loopy towards the end. Three hours is a long time to podcast without a break, so yeah. (laughs) But I hope you enjoy it, and once again, listen to episode one. You're gonna need it, but if you're just here for this one, well, enjoy the ride. I know I played it last week, but let's play it again. It's the theme to this movie, Public Enemies, He Got Game. See you on the other side of the episode. It might feel good, it might sound a little something, but damn the game, if it don't mean nothing. What is game? Who got game? Where's the game in life? Behind the game, behind the game. I got game, she got game, we got game, they got game, he got game. It might feel good, it might sound a little something, but fuck the game if it ain't saying nothing. Damn, was it something I said? Pretend you don't see, so you turn your head. Ray scared of his shadow, does it matter? We don't do this usually when we talk because, you know, you've been on enough, but, like, I don't remember. Like, what was your high school team name? You know, like, what was... Uh, Comswag Warriors. We, we, we skipped that whole process. I thought when we start the podcast, it's all, because like, it's uh, the, your high school... This is a spin-off Nebraska. series. You've never been in a spin-off series. Spin-off series. We just chill on a spin-off series. Okay. Talk, tell me about the uniforms. I want to see the picture. <laughs> Comswag Warriors. We were... Shitty ass colors. There was nothing cool about the colors. It was, it was blue, royal blue, and gold. Hey, 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 hey. Like the Warriors. Those are like, my colors in my high school. Yeah, but I fuck with those. Like colors. the Golden State Warriors. Like the Golden. We were the Golden State Warriors colors. Okay. But then I was. We were going up against motherfuckers that was like black and red, <laughs> black and especially, orange. Especially yeah, that like era, black yeah. and anything. Black and anything. If you had black and yeah, like, orange, no, well, my, you, you you were the black. Like, yeah. If you were black and orange, you didn't wear orange uniforms. You were the black. Yes, the black and anything. My senior year, our unis were dope. Our football team sucked, but our football unis were dope. We had black. Gold and blue, like royal blue, 
and the, the main and base black was, black. was the joint. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Man. And people got angry, and then people started rocking like black uh, varsity letter shit and stuff. Yeah, and black was like, you'd be like, oh, you know what? You'd be like, I never wore high socks before, but I'll wear these motherfuckers. Yeah, black. Hell yeah. Black always looked good. And we had a fucking, like, our school. I need to go back there. Because our shit was like, when you went into the gym, there was literally a fucking, like, Native American with a fucking hatchet. They don't have that on a horse. I'm sure of that. Yeah, like a big painting on the wall. I don't know. You went to school in Long Island, right? Yeah. Yeah, they probably still got that shit. They might. (laughs) They might. I think I've said this on another podcast. They might have repainted that shit. I never realized, like, I grew up in a very white neighborhood. Like, me and only, like, maybe 15 other Spanish people in there. And probably only three other Dominicans I know that I graduated Uh or in my high school. But I didn't realize how country Long Island could get. Until I started working in the construction industry. And I started working with a lot of motherfuckers from Long Island, like Suffix and out there. And I was yeah. like, damn. I'm like, all right, you motherfuckers are the same motherfuckers I was dealing with over there yeah, in bro. South Jersey. I was like, all right, I get it. Yeah. it's I get who you are. It's bad. And you know what's crazy? So, like, growing up that way, like, as a sports, you know, prince, I saw it but didn't see it because I was always like brought my peoples with me. So like like all of my friends, like the Albert Diaz's, the Johnny Vargas's, the Carlos Mascares, all Dominican. <clears throat> all the homies. And like they played ball, but it was also like this is where these were the cats that I hung out with. So I literally had a reputation where everyone who was running with me had to be accepted. Right? And we would come in and these motherfuckers was causing trouble. Like, they were, uh, my peeps were causing trouble. <laughs> Not all of them, but it was just like, I wound up being friend. Like, you're fucking young, so you want to, like, do shit, yeah, you know? Yeah. Let's go fucking do drugs and get into a fight and have some drinks. Man, and it's hard to blend those worlds sometimes. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So for me, I didn't see it as much because I was always doing a scan. And if anyone was being treated foul or disrespected or whatever... Like, and some of my best friends who were the sickest athletes were like white, white, and their parents were like cool as shit. So, we were all going to everyone's house. So, like, literally, I was growing up, like, looking around, and it was like black, white, Hispanic, and we were all chilling. So, like, you grew up in kind of a bubble, like, you knew it was there, right? Oh, yeah, you knew it was there, but you grew up in a bubble because nobody was fucking with. And then, like, going back, especially the last, like, four years, bro. And, like, my girl, she's from Jersey. She's like, oh, would you ever move out of, like, would you ever live on Long Island? No. Would you ever live in New Jersey? No. <laughs> like, would you ever live in, like, upstate New York? And at first I was like, oh, maybe. But, like, you cruise around upstate New York a little bit? No. Yeah. So where are we going to live? I don't know. The city? Or Vermont. <laughs> or well, somewhere in California. Take your fucking pick. <laughs> the one scene that I'm dying to talk about is the whole Jake vs. Jesus Shuttleworth basketball game here. Point game. Just play the game. Just play the game? I learned that from you. 
better D up, Jake. White gang. This your last shit. Come on, where you at? Call a stretcher. Stick a fork in him, he's done. Take your old ass back to attic. Stop hating me to come bring your mother back. Maybe we can start being father and son again now. Huh? Can you we ain't my that? father. Let me tell you something. You look out for yourself. You look out for your sister. You ain't got to worry about me no more. But you get that hatred out your heart, boy. Or you're going to end up just another nigger. Like your father. So Jake, if I get this, great. If not, look, he's playing with house money, right? He thought he was going to go to jail for a few more years anyway. And he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to be honest with him. I'm going to show him the letter of intent. Let's do this. He gets those Jordans. He says to his son, if I beat you, you sign this letter of intent. If I don't, I get out of your life. Which is a bull boot. Well, Jesus never beat him. But I, I feel like at this point, Jake is like, fuck it, right? He doesn't like me. He's not going to listen to me. Let's just play ball. There's a chance I beat him. It's probably not big, but whatever. So the behind the scenes of this scene are one of my favorite, not just moments from this movie, one of my favorite behind the scenes of any movie. So Denzel Washington, obviously an amazing actor, but a dude who studies his roles. He was playing basketball hardcore before this. In the script... Jesus was being 15 to nothing and it's supposed to be like you are nothing to this guy right now Denzel was like I'm not having that Denzel knew like, I so, love that so they played like before the movie like just to you know get to know each other and Denzel could not go left Ray Allen's a fucking pro yeah. so he knows pro studied like oh this guy goes right I'm gonna you know yeah. I'm gonna block him that way if he goes left he sucks Denzel knew this he worked on his left handed game and yeah <laughs> And he's like, fuck this. That's why Denzel's a fucking man. He's like, fuck this. Look, Denzel's son played for the Rams, and he was in Ballers, that show. Denzel's in... He was in Ballers? Yeah, he was the dude. Denzel's the the main guy. Which main? Not The Rock, but like the main football player. That's Denzel's son. Oh, Ricky Henderson. Ricky Ricky something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denzel's son? Denzel's son, I didn't know that. So Denzel's... I just found out like a month ago. So Denzel's got, you know, he's not like a chump, right? So he studies how to go left. He doesn't tell Ray Allen a thing. And he's like, I'm going to fucking try to beat this guy in the game. So the real cut that Spike didn't end up doing, Denzel scores the first five points in that game. 
and Ray Allen is shook. He doesn't know what to do. And you could watch it in the movie. You watch it again. He's got a face like because Ray Allen's not an actor. He doesn't understand method acting. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? He's like, wait, the script calls fifty million. What do I do here? And he starts playing hard. He's playing angry. That was Denzel's. Denzel. I don't think he thought he was going to be a fucking NBA player. But he's like, if I score points on him, he's going to really play hard. Yeah. So they don't cut it that way. But again, it was supposed to be fifteen nothing Ray Allen. And he, if you watch the movie, he keeps going left, and Ray Allen doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what to do, which is amazing. Again, it ends up that Jesus wins that game. But the fact that Denzel Washington, one of the greatest actors of all time... And it's such a real score. I, I was watching it thinking, like, oh, yeah. this is such a real is it, score. Is this something this else is I cool wanted score. to ask you about, like, um, like watching the basketball scenes <clears throat> in that movie? Because for me, I was like... Everyone always talks about basketball as poetry in motion, right? And I never really understood it until I rewatched this movie. And like the scenes that they show in this basketball movie, I was like, "Oh shit!" The way it's shot, yeah, because the it's way rare. They show it. Look, I've and covered like, wow. Teen Wolf like, on this shit, and like, it's, a, it's what you said. The shot goes up, they cut to the ball going in, you know. No, yeah, and that's no. not basketball here, and that's all real. No, it didn't go five nothing, and then Ray Allen does it. But if you hear what Denzel's saying in the movie, he's saying like, "I'm up five, you know, I'm up five oh stuff like that," because he's baiting Ray Allen. And there were so that. many scenes. Oh, I didn't write any any of them down. Like he's like, I might just run around again. Mm-hmm. And like So the run around? Completely improvised. I mean you could tell, bro, you could tell. And he the he, moment he, he did that, tell. I was like, I love that shit. Going back to like you could the tell. Shit, I was like, hell yeah, I'm about to run around again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's street, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what yeah, you gotta yeah, do. Yeah. And it's Talk so good shit. It's... And then there's and then there's like you're not playing hard all the time. There's like, oh you like the oh you giving up now? You quitting now? Yeah. You giving up now? It's that yeah. mental game that you play. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's yeah. not just saying that and to Ray. That shit is so real. That shit is so real. And he's not just saying that to Ray Allen. The actor, he's saying that to Ray Allen, the person. Yeah. So Ray Allen's like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" And this is something that they both like told stories about. It's like, "Holy shit!" Because Denzel Washington, he's not a young man here either. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's scoring points on an NBA player, and that's where Ray Allen's like, "I'm not an actor anymore. I gotta beat this guy." Because <laughs> yeah, hell no. Your competitiveness, your competitiveness is gonna come out of you no matter what. And Denzel said that like, if I beat him. I, I would have told Spike, like, keep that in the movie. Like, that's Hell what's yeah. happening. We're changing you better change shit. the script for that yeah. shit. So he woke Ray Allen up, and you see Ray <laughs> Allen dunks. Ray Allen's not a dunker. Ray Allen's a shooter, yeah. you know what I mean? And he dunks that scene, and that wasn't in the script. It was just like, okay, he's playing for real right now. Yeah. And that's my favorite. Like, when I know that and see that scene, yeah, that's, that's like, holy shit. That's I dope. didn't know that at all. Yeah, I didn't know any of that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome, though. That's, yeah. So Jesus wins. And, of course, that means that, you know, he can do whatever he wants. But the big thing in the movie is, like, he goes to big state anyway. I do want to talk about what we've alluded to, the scene where Lala is... They have that whole, like... Where they're in Coney Island. Yeah, they're on the... And when she... Well, you said she admits to what she did or whatever and stuff like that. And I have a feeling that Spike's script, he was thinking, like, look, this guy really loves this girl, and that's probably why... He was going to, whatever she was saying, he was thinking of doing it. When she admits that, he kind of changes his mind or whatever. You know what I love, though, about that that scene? I feel like he went straight New Yorker and went straight, like, um, shaggy on him. <laughs> you know? 
one so far? I, think. I don't know. It was, I mean, they're, they're all the same, but you just have a good time with all of them. You know, do the same things, go partying, meet all the guys, go to classes. I mean, it was just, it's off the hook. Do you miss me, Jesus? Of course I miss you. That's all I did was talk about La La. Meet any women out there at the parties and dorms and stuff like that? You know, I meet any women. There were women, it's college, there are women all over the place. I mean, there's women on the floor, in the dorms, women in the classroom. There's a women's basketball team, women's track team, there's women all over the place. Of course I met women. I mean, I got introduced to everybody. I mean, I said hello, that's about it. So did you fuck anybody while you out there? Hell no. Don't think I haven't heard stories about these white college bitches. Me with a white bitch? Yeah, they got them all lined up as soon as you get there, waiting to suck your dick. If my mother ever saw me with a white bitch, she's spinning her grave. Then she's spinning. She's turning over and over and over. Look, don't be talking about my mother, all right? Please. <laughs> all right. DeAndre and Dom need to know something. <laughs> God damn. I should have known. What? This whole world is bugged. And you're in it with them, huh? You're in cahoots with DeAndre and Dom. Don't even lie. Tell me the truth. I, I knew that ever since I left that house, ever since I walked in the house, matter of fact. And why shouldn't I get paid? Huh? Why shouldn't Lila get something out of this? Everybody else is. I can't even believe this. I really can't. Well, you believe it. I believed you when you said that you would never leave me, Jesus. Like, I, remember why, I remember why. That was... Out of the whole movie, out of the whole movie, that was the scene where I was like, yeah, nice. I'm glad you bring that up because that recruitment scene back at it's Tech U, where he goes in that recruitment where Fox or whatever, and we see one of his actual recruiting trips. He obviously cheats on his girl or whatever. But Kirk, I wanted to ask you about this. Maybe not you, but maybe a friend or whatever. Like the whole idea of like. You got this black basketball player, the star. You know Spike is doing this on purpose. Yeah. Almost every woman you see is a white girl. Yes. And he's out there, and you're like, you know, you're walking through, you're seeing the campus, and compare, and you've been to Coney Island Pumpkin. Yes. Compare the campus of this random school, which is an idyllic park, essentially, to the fucking projects of Coney Island. I'm entering a prospect that, like, right? You're walking around. You're in essentially, like, a rich person's park. I think this is something we can all talk about. We can all talk yeah. about it. But, Hell like, yeah. these, women are, these women are throwing themselves at you. But, well, maybe I, I guess... Well, aspect, but... I guess I'll ask you, though. You think Spike did this white women thing on purpose? Absolutely. Because <clears throat> that's how they do it. That's how they do it. Over time, it, like, evolves... And like, they would mix it up, but um, yeah, it was it's, it was fucking textbook. Have you heard? Have you been on trips or heard about trips that were like this? Yes. 
<laughs> yes. And I remember I was actually looking at it. My first interaction with the scene was actually like in my old self, like surveying the women, like, oh, these chicks are whack. You know? <laughs> like her her nipples out of place with her fake ass boobs and her tan line. Can can, can like, we name colleges? <laughs> or is that too far? Nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that, but I will say, I will say, some of the SUNY schools went hard. Really, which so big, was surprising. Big state existed then. Yeah, some of the oh, SUNY, see? some of the SUNY schools went hard. Shitting on on New York State. I'm schools. not shitting on. I, mean, I love I love you know SUNY schools. I went to a CUNY. Okay, yeah, CUNY's great too. Got to represent, man. Baruch Bearcats, let's go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We can only went there for a year, but... No, whatever you imagine it to be, that's what it is. I'm 17, I'm 18, I want some ass, I want some money. What do you got? What do you got for me? Oh, here's what we... Like, you would damn near have some white ass girl with fake boobs roll up to you with money. Like, oh, let's bang and I'll give you this money when we're done having sex. If you come here. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Just, like literally, like literally it that's was what literally it was. Like that to, to me, I was like, that's the only thing that bothered me about that scene was like him walking through the hallway and all that. All the girls seemed, you know, regular and nice and then he gets to the room and I'm like, Yo, now there's two these porn stars in there. Yeah. They were legit you know? porn stars, yeah, that they you challenged. Know? But I think it was supposed to, like, it's playing it up, like, the coach or whoever's recruiting, who at the tech U is John Turturro. Yeah, I couldn't believe, uh, when he came up, I was like, oh my God, like, this motherfucker's in this movie? I don't remember this. Hello, son. This is for you. Oh, Sunday. I hope that chick here has been a gracious host. No, chick has been great. Good, because we really know how to treat our student athletes right. Isn't that right, chick? Yeah, oh yeah. Coach telling the truth, man. I hope you don't think we're too uh, forward or aggressive with the uh, highlight film or the jersey. No way. That's the way we are here at Tech U. We show love. Much love, much love. Why beat around the bush? We've scouted you since you were in junior high school. We know all about you. We love you. You're a great kid. Not only a great ball player or a great student, but a beautiful human being. Mm. When I read about how you've been raising your sister all by yourself, it made me want to cry. I said to myself, that's the kind of young man that will be the backbone of this great country, not just the Tech University basketball team. Tell it. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yes, sir. <laughs> he tried to have some handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Did you see one part where he, where he, where he like, <laughs> where he on his right side? He's but like, he's a little... Pumpkin, I don't think, you know, he's a Spike Lee guy. Spike Lee brought him up. Yeah. I like him. Yeah, that was great. Well, it was great. But that you could tell, funny, like, though. there was a period of, like, you know, six, seven seconds where you're like, oh. He lost the ball for a second. Yeah, like he left him in here. I was from homeboy shit. (laughs) Regardless, like the fucking, they find people like that, women like that, who are like down to do that stuff. There's so many stories. Yeah, and listen, I'll be totally honest. Which is crazy for nothing. Which is what's, so the, the, the most wild experience was, I'm not gonna name the school, it was in North Carolina. Went down to North Carolina. I'm down there, and they had it on point. 
Small, small school. But it was, and that was the thing. It was like small school, but it's like when I got there, the dander said, get on this thing so we can carry you through the campus. What? And, oh my God. <laughs> and I wasn't biting on anything because I was fucking slaying it at home. And I had a girlfriend. So my whole senior year, I was like, I didn't screw that out until I was a freshman. But like my whole senior year, College. I was like, man, I got the fucking baddest girl back at the crib. I'm not fucking yeah, with yeah, any yeah. of this. Like, what's up? Man. And they knew that I was like, like culturally inquisitive, right? I wound up fucking traveling. I've been in like 50 something countries. I just love experiencing they knew you were smart everything. And shit, yeah. But they were like, it was literally like waves. Like every four hours, someone would roll up. You know, it'd be like, oh, you know, like glasses and books. And she'd be like, Sri Lankan. You know what I'm saying? Like they were, yeah, they were just coming. Oh with so trying and, to hit you with every flavor? Yo, trying to hit me with oh all of it, bro. And I was like, what the fuck? Yo, because they almost got me. They almost got me. Oh, yeah, better they, than me. Yo, they almost got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is Epcot? <laughs> Yeah, they almost got me. Oh my god. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. The Damn. machine is real. The machine yeah. is so real. And I am, make no mistake, the dude in the movie we're talking about is here. I'm underground, bro. I'm yeah, like, yeah. like under the fucking page. That's something I always wonder about, like watching this movie. It was like, how much are, is, is this. Are they exaggerating and how much is like the truth? I don't think it's know? that much because if he's the top, they underdid it. In this he, film, they underdid it. He's the top Did guy in the country. It? I think they underdid it. Oh, I think so too. He's the <clears> top guy in the country. He's the top guy in the country. Because to me, I'm like, especially at that time, the way they the way they did it, and just fucking all these bitches and fucking doing all this shit and like throwing NCAA and then. You know, all that shit under the table. And yeah, but he didn't want to, like... like I think the only reason why they might not have underdid it was because he was so steadfast and, like, that's illegal. I'm yeah, not doing yeah. that. Exactly. So they were yeah. like, oh, let's not fuck up our chances. Jesus is Jesus, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Jesus is Jesus. Because Jesus is not, is not with Lala, say, senior year, if he's, like, going to all these campuses. And... Yeah, well... Jesus did his thing. Jesus did his thing anyways. And like that, even that scene was like, he was smart enough. He probably knew Lala was like out there in them streets. A. B. The Rick Fox character. Oh my. I've been there. I've been like my own man. You, we've all been there. You're like in your principles, blah, blah, blah. But then you're like, damn, I'm hanging with this cool ass nigga. What's up? Oh my God. Like I'm going to do some shit I might not even want to do it. like I want to do it but you know Rick Fox was just like the man <clears throat> and if you could bring yourself back to that point we've all maybe not that extreme but had a moment where you're like ah, and you like do something because you kind of want to do it you know you shouldn't yeah. but you know the older homie is like looking at you and Hell like you'll yeah. get props from the older homie and da 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 you're like man I'll just deal with it well, again, just quick on Rick Fox, right? Like, Rick Fox is, like, good-looking. He's Canadian. Got the hair. Got the hair like that, you know? And he's just... He's, like, an ambassador to this world that he could be at. 
they shot that Elon University, which is like a Christian school. I can't believe they allowed it. Like in North Carolina, right? A very like idyllic place. Like you watch that scene and they actually shot it on campus. There's like three or four black people in the background, maybe, but it's Yeah. And you look at those teams, any team in the NCAA, ninety percent black and Rick Fox Spike Lee's a genius for casting a guy like that, right? Like he he casts like this very good looking guy that like women love that is gonna be this again ambassador to this university. Yeah, well, he's a fucking good looking guy. He's a good looking guy. That's my point. Yeah. yeah. And the and the fact that like Jesus, who's a really good guy, succumbs to that threesome. You say to yourself, as a man watching this, you're like, Well, I get it. Right? Like you're like, even if you're that into your principles. You go into that room. I know that for a fact. I am not that into my principles. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I didn't say that, but what what guy who's 19, 18 years old walks into that no. room? <laughs> yeah, with these two no, girls no, like do whatever you want. Who's like, no. you know what? I love my girlfriend. I'm walking out. You know, literally watching that, I'm like, those are not my type. Right. But they had enough. It doesn't and you're just matter. there. <laughs> you're just there. You know that like, no one's damn. And that's what's crazy. I was like, oh. It's like, man, what time is it? 5 p.m.? Man, I could do this. I'll be out of here by 6. Then that's 5.30. Spike Lee does not give enough credit because he overplays. He, he actually uh, casted real porn stars for that. He overplays that. He picked the perfect person in Rick Fox. He didn't pick... Travis Best. So Travis Best was like the guy with the mustache. He was like the shooting guard on the team. Not the cousin, but the other guy. He had a couple of lines. If that was him walking him around campus, you're like, whatever, right? Rufus is a fucking good looking And he was guy. the man. He was <coughs> like the side combos, bro. While yeah. they were walking down the hall. He was like, man, what's up with it? Man, that's why I can't be fucking with y'all. And like the yeah, little yeah, side yeah, combos yeah, yeah. that he was having, you're like, yeah. oh, this dude. Yeah, you know what I loved too? And like, my girl never was going to listen to this, so it doesn't matter. But, like, when he's like, you don't understand these white bitches. They don't give a fuck that Bro. shit hit home. So, <laughs> so that's, <laughs> like, so that's yeah, another thing that was so crazy. So I would go to these trips, but I grew up. I mean, no one's going to listen to this. So I grew up banging all the white chicks. So I knew it already. So it wasn't, like, crazy to me because I wasn't coming from the hood where I had so no experience and you put all your shit out here. Don't let me so look, look, because I, I put my shit out here already. I wasn't we gonna, both gonna wind up like, damn. I wasn't yeah, gonna, gonna ask. Gonna phone calls man, your girl like, like you oh. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna ask to put Alaska because it's here. That aspect of it, obviously. Look, we all grew up in the suburbs. We all did that. Like, but you played with guys who didn't. Yeah. You know, you played against guys who didn't. Is that something like you think like a white coach or whatever, maybe even a black coach, a college coach is like, this is a good strategy to get the black athlete, these like country white girls. Yeah, for sure. Let's just be real. Here, you know <clears throat> For sure. Mean? For sure. And this is like a, the conversation could go like, there are levels to it. But like, if you're a, this is going to sound so weird don't take it the wrong way <laughs> if you're a conqueror right like you're a fucking all-star athlete alpha male blah 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 you want to attain everything mm. that you haven't attained and 
from the beginning of time, society has said, this is off limits yeah, this is to not you. Allowed, yeah. Right? So as soon as it's like, ooh, I've had every fucking Keisha, Tisha, Tawana, like I've had them all, you know? And I ain't even trying to be funny. I've had them all, but it's like, man, this little motherfucking blonde-haired, blue-eyed, too prepped, her daddy would have a heart attack if she knew. And it's just like, okay. And then there's the other side, which is like, we call it the title shot, you know? And look, Latin dudes get the same shit. It's like, yeah. oh, I ain't never had one of those before. I hear that's where it's at, you know? <laughs> it's like... Yeah, so I was like, all right, I'll give her, I'll give her a little well, title for me, shot. I mean, I can never describe whatever probably racism that you've been through and shit like that. For me, my shit was different. I had people, like, especially growing up where I grew up, I grew up in a white neighborhood and shit like that. So people always thought it was comfortable because the way I look, being light-skinned and, like, I could pass for Italian uh-huh. or, and this and that and that. So they could talk to me just a certain way. So I always dated white girls and was out there with white girls. And I had to deal with their fucking family talking to me a little bit sideways. I'm like, I, I know who you, I know who you are. I know what's going I'm like, on. Yeah, 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 I'm fucking your bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was the mentality. I'm yes. Like, Fuck that. Yeah, look, all right. Look, yeah, you want to be like that? Yeah. Look, you and I. Let me check that off. <laughs> man, that. it's, it. man, it's you. real. For better, for worse. It's you, real. Look, you and I, Pumpkin, we could go out and we could say that we're both Polish and we'd probably get away with it, right? Yeah. But you're right in a sense where people have told us things that they shouldn't have told us. Oh, absolutely. I mean, for me, at least I'll say this. For me, I like, maybe I should have been more outspoken about things a lot of times and be like, yo, fuck you for saying shit like that. Yeah, I definitely Me wasn't. personally, I, I was like, okay, <clears throat> you, you want to treat me that way and I, I see how you move? I'm going to keep that in the back of my head. Now I know who you are. Yeah. How many times I'm again? I'm never going to let that go. Yeah. I'm not going to change who I am. But I'm going to move how I want to move and do me. Yeah, and that's heavy Regardless of how you are. That's heavy But education. I'm not going to put my... I'm not going to go out there and whatever. You want to be you, I'm not going to change your fucking yeah, mind on how you fucking education. think. But, all right. But I know who you are. How, yeah. how many times yeah. have you heard or you've been told that like, oh, but you're not like them. You're the different oh kind of Latino. Yeah. Oh you're my God. Spend. Countless times. And like being like a Latin person, you're almost on like... it's weird but you're playing for both teams you know what i mean yeah but we get shit from both ends especially especially us you and me we'll get shit from both ends like that because then i'm not spanish enough for you but Mm. you i'm like okay but as a black person you You can't hide you can be the whitest black person in the world still get the same comment though Mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying the same comment and i think that's why i almost think that's why my dad didn't like fuck with the sports because it was like you have that little bit of like assimilation which was real which was real. Which is part of the reason why I picked Howard, I think. Because it was like, all right, enough, you know. <laughs> like, I'm not going to the 13th grade. But that whole, oh, when you, when you said that, man, that might have been the realest shit you've ever said. <laughs> that whole, oh, you're not, but you're not like that. And I haven't yeah. heard it in over a decade. But before that, I can't even count the amount of times that I had heard it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, so, oh, I fuck with you. Yeah. yeah. yeah like the rest of Yeah. Oh. Like, what? Oh this is really. And when you're in the scene, you're like, okay, what are my options? 
Like, what are my options right now? I could, you know, nod and shake my head and go on about my night or fucking set the whole world on fire and who knows how I'm coming out of this situation. You know how many times growing up, and this would mean something completely different to you than it did me, but it still fucking hurt me? How many times, like, you know the difference between, like, a hard NR, like, you know, whole, uh-huh, you uh-huh, know, uh-huh. and a IG, and I'm like, no, what? By a white person? No, about a black person. I'm like, there's, there's a no, difference no, 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 between a white... this and that, and I'm like, yeah. But a I'm white like, person? Are you fucking you... kidding me? I'm like, a, get the a fuck white person said that to you? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Multiple white people. You know where I grew up. You come down in my neighborhood, there's fucking trees everywhere. Yeah, no, Man, you're, you're like, more in the you're more in the boonies than I'm like the get two the fuck of us. out of here. Man, that is so wild. I'm like, let me take you to the city. That is so wild. So real. That's what I love about Spike Lee because, like, he brings all that shit to the forefront. But he's subtly doing it in a way that, like, if you know, you know. If you don't know, if you know, you know. It's still a good movie if you don't know. But if you know, you're like, oh, fuck, this guy gets it. And it's funny because it wasn't until the later parts of the movie, literally, like, the last, like, 25%, where. They're doing the flashback of him getting uh, getting his son mad. And he was like, he was still a kid. And he was like, oh, you gonna get mad? He's like, you gonna get mad? You gonna quit? He's like, get mad, get mad. Because if you get mad, you just another nigga. And it was the first time they said it. But it was like, oh, we've established yeah. who everyone is throughout mm-hmm. this whole movie. And it was like, damn. And it hit different. It's like, he's right. It's yeah. Like it hit like, different. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, he's right. He's right. Look, I don't have any right to say when you should or shouldn't use the N-word, right? But, like, we've talked about movies we've watched, and they just throw it out liberally, whatever. Which is fine. Spike Lee is intelligent enough to use it impactfully for everyone. Where They don't throw it out a lot here. Yeah. But when they do, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That only makes an impact on people that kind of understand it, like... Because we're culturally aware enough of that shit. We, no, I agree. You know, everyone's gone through the different things yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in the 200 years, when we're all dead and who knows what planet our ancestors will be on, Spike Lee will be up there and be like, oh, fuck. Like, this is a guy. This is like someone we yeah. need to study. You know? <clears throat> like, it's sad that how progressively slow things need to move. But I think things are slowly moving in the right direction some extent yeah but for sure it's still sad as fuck how slow things need to move yeah and I think we need the motherfucking I think we need the trio from here on out <laughs> oh let's go yeah let's we go. absolutely go. Don't, we absolutely don't give this go. guy confidence no yeah let's go <laughs> I, I, I thought we were gonna get your friends or whatever on we, will, we, we will we will but this through. shit this shit's we'll working for me right now you know we'll this shit's working <laughs> Don't don't pump up its ego because Let's then, go. Cousin then be on, here. You already know what's good. Then he'll be on every episode and I gotta shoot him off episode. <laughs> I start what did I, what did I start with? I don't even know. I don't even know. I was in a I, I, I know, I started with the most fucked up movie. Kids? Yeah, kids. I was in a desperate oh, watch kids. Oh yeah, but not for so long. Watch kids again. Not for so long. I haven't watched kids. Fucked up movie. movie. Great movie. Kids are still fucked up. Kids are still fucked up. Regardless, look. Can we do a kids like replay? You it's the last year. It's not, I'll <laughs> do it again. I love kids. All I remember is fucked up movie. Oh I yeah, legs. yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> that's that's oh, a good man. scene in that movie. Oh man. That movie's look. fucked up. They were like thirteen, robbing forties. 
the way we end this movie though is so fucked up that it's always stuck with me right like Jake loses the game to Jesus but Jesus goes to big state anyway and it's so fucking it feels so real right because he didn't sign that exact letter of intent he goes back to prison and I fucking love but hate at the same time that they say he escaped prison and it's all the whole thing and they're adding time to his sentence and all that is that what it is? Because he doesn't sign the yeah, exact... Yeah, they gave him some bullshit. It's a technicality. Like, it's a technicality. Yeah, technicality. And they were like, fuck you. Yeah, so he goes back to prison, Jake, the, the dad. I feel like at this point, he knows he's going to go to prison for whatever. But when he's brought into that room, and he's like, listen, even the warden's like, there's nothing we can do. The warden looked like he was like, my bad, bro. Yeah, my bad. Because what's the warden to a governor? They don't talk a lot. No, no. Not an advisor or whatever. So he's like, yeah, you got fucked. He went to that school anyway. And Jesus won't admit it, but like gun to his head, he probably he probably went to that school for his dad. He didn't yeah, say anything. Absolutely. But, well, what other reason he's going to that school for? You know what I mean? Exactly. He went to that school for his dad. And it doesn't fucking matter. I feel like he went there just out of respect for the that, that final game. Yeah, the final game where like, he balls it. And his dad was like, hey, do you? And he dropped the letter. And his dad walked away. He wasn't like begging him or nothing. He was like, you're a grown-ass man. Make your decision. And that's the biggest takeaway yeah. I get from this movie. The fact that the dad and him, they kind of had that bond. Briefly. And it's a bond of aggression, mm-hmm. a bond of struggle. And it was just like, you know what, you're going back to prison. This dude is going to go to the NBA. He's going to play his game. And it's like, this is my little token to him. Well, it doesn't fucking matter. Fuck him. I think, but to me, I'm like, I think Jesus was feeling him out to the very end. And he should. He was like, who are you? Because I should. don't know you. Absolutely. You fucked up my mom, who I loved. And that's a whole other whatever. And... To, to the end and the way he dropped it and walked away and didn't push him I think yeah when he you know, dropped he that shit that. I think when, he said that like, alright you're a real when, one then when he dropped that shit mm-hmm. that was the hardest moment mm-hmm. of his character's mm-hmm. whole yeah. shit that, that shit, was his he, hardest that, that was his, that heart, was his right hardest moment that was his hardest kept moment walking. of the movie yeah. yeah hell yeah heartbreaking but like real real like if he turned around I don't think he would went to Ball State and the fact he turned that, around and was like, yo, not sign this motherfucker, leave me, like, you know, like, and I'm like, nah. For sure. Yeah. And the, the ending is like, uh, Jesus at Big State, kind of reading a letter or whatever, but Jake in prison, going to that, it, it, Spike is like very deliberate in what he does, right? He shows the things that out of bounds, and Jake goes there anyway. Low key, let's talk about it. They didn't make that prison guard white. He's a black prison guard yeah. with a gun about to shoot this guy and he's hesitating. Which is fucking awesome to me. Yeah. Like it's that image. He doesn't want to do it. We don't see like fucking Jake get gunned down or whatever. We don't know what happens to him or whatever. And he throws that ball out of there. And this is like old school spike. I hate that. Oh well. I liked it up until like that point. Up until he threw it? <laughs> it's yeah. very yeah, spike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, very yeah. spike. I was like <laughs> corny as fuck out of nowhere. But it's very Spike Lee poetic. That's what Spike Lee does. Spike Lee... Uh, it reads like a fucking, you know, like a... Like I just a, felt like it was unnecessary. Spike Lee is a guy who... He had a very 
old school film education. And that's a very old school, like, that's like the end of And there's this thing, and there's this thing, like, there's this thing that Spike Lee has hit on, which is like, it's almost like a novella. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, just like, this is what we do, but, but, but like, like Shakespeare esque, you know, He's where it's more just in like, that oh, vein and you, yeah, and you've got to like just say, okay, here's what we're doing. So, here's Spike Lee, I feel you 100%. No, I, I agree. Mean, I don't know, because like I said, like, I haven't no, watched you're not that, tell us Spike but Lee. Citizen but Citizen Kane, the end is like Rosebud. That's what he's saying the whole time. The fucking sled. Spike Lee is not a modern filmmaker. That's what I think. Yeah. Spike Lee studied under. Classical filmmaking. Well said. Yeah. So that is so old school. To me, that was just out of nowhere. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I get it. He caught the ball. I was like, "What?" No, no. Modern day movies, modern day artists make you feel like shit. Like right? to me, to me, the perfect ending to that movie would have been him throwing it over the. Like I could have made those connections. Like throw it over the no, wall. The same end. way his. The same way Jesus was like, "I'm done." Yeah, I get it. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> then like you're coming, you're coming full circle. But Shakespeare throw it over the wall, uh, end it, bam. The moment it goes over the wall, done. Shakespeare, what you, you know? said is so great. Like you want to be poetic, this Shakespeare is fuck. <laughs> and and you don't think you don't think Spike on set said that? Yeah. Yo, we're gonna do some Shakespeare shit. That motherfucker wound up too. It's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah. Damn, he's still throwing this ball. Like, that does 27 seconds. For a while, I was like, why is he getting pointed at with a gun? I didn't realize for a minute well, like, uh, he was going out of bounds. Yeah. Or whatever, <laughs> the boundary was. I was like, what? Why does guy want to shoot him right now? I was like, I'm confused. That doesn't age well. That's what you have to remember. It doesn't age well. This is a movie from 30 years ago almost. What, what, what year? Well, listen, if, if we have to talk about one scene that is bad in the entire movie is a fucking good movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it's still Spike hate. saying, <laughs> I went to NYU. These are what my teachers told me. And also, look, he's a black filmmaker in an era where everyone's a white filmmaker. And everyone's that's a great teacher. perspective. And at the end of the day, I don't hate it. I get it. But like, if I showed a kid running like a 15-year-old kid this movie, he would say exactly what you're saying. Yeah. What well, the fuck I'm, is this I shit? I the youngest motherfucker here. You are. <laughs> gotta be in the young perspective over here, you know. So apparently, Spike Lee really wants to do a sequel of this. I saw what? that. Uh, yeah, Still? I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. He really was pushing Ray Allen to do it. Who knows if it was like real or not? I'm this down with a sequel. I think what, it might be. A little, I think it might be a little late now, though. It's a little late now. He wanted like when Ray Allen was retiring, like what Jesus was like, losing his skills, kind of in the NBA or whatever. Oh, that would have been. Yeah, like I would love to see like the arc of like. Ray Allen being at his prime and the All-Stars winning the ship and then losing cool. everything. And that like, would have been cool. See whatever he wants to go with I that think, story. I don't think it's going to happen at this point. Like, <clears throat> unless what you said, like he's the father or something. Well, I read it was up which to... Is whack, uh, what, what, which is whack. Like, I said that your story arc, what you were talking about, no, would have been fucking cool. That would have been real cool. So questions I ask every week. Who was this movie made for? What was the intended audience? Like, this is a high school movie for sure, but this isn't like American Pie or anything like that. So, who was the intended audience? Yeah. Pumpkin, you first. Who do you think Me it was? first? I think it's first, it goes to basketball purist, I think, in this Ooh. film. 
and then I think it goes to like people that grew up in in like a more urban environment more hood environment more that type of environment than suburban suburbia environment because you'll relate to this film way more if you grew up in that I didn't grow up in that I grew up in a suburban environment but I also was always in the city every other weekend so I understand like to me it relates a little bit how about you Kirk who do you think this movie was made for you know it's gonna sound so corny I agree with P 100% and I'll so I'll say the opposite the suburban environment right Mm -hmm. and that's what's that's the beauty of Spike Lee the suburban environment you did bring that in yeah yeah like the white coaches and the the white chicks and even Ray Allen being like clean super clean you know yeah tell me if I'm wrong if I with what anything that I'm saying with no I think what you said was 100% right but I'm just like trying to be a contrarian and I'm like oh shit you know what I think he actually like hit both sides most likely to succeed who won the movie maybe it's obvious here maybe it's not but Kirk you go first who comes out on top? I'm gonna try and be not so obvious. His little sister. Oh yeah, she's pretty good. She I feel like we didn't bring her up at all. Yeah. But also, I feel like we didn't bring Which up like her up. relationship with her father and like how great he was to her, and also like the foreshadowing that she did to like the relationship with the mother. Mm-hmm. Cause she was like, I know that was an accident. And this and that and like I understand that and for you to understand that as what how old was she at that time maybe like 12 to understand that as that young of a fucking kid like no one should have to go through that <laughs> no. but to understand that is crazy you know yeah I don't even have anything else to say he just <laughs> he just he just fucking hit the hammer on the head for like all right, layers. The little sister. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, yeah. Wooderson Award. Is there a character here who you would have liked to see a little bit more of? Rosario Dawson. <laughs> I don't think I we like talked about her enough. Yeah, I would like to see a little bit more of her. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Just that whole dynamic. Like I understand where she's coming from at the end of the movie, but I don't think they really like portray that well till the end. I don't want to say I like that about Spike Lee because no, I'm right. a fraud because I don't I haven't watched a lot no, of Spike but that's, Lee movies. That's the genius but, of Spike Lee, right? Like you're thinking this is like, you know, part of my French. You're thinking this is like some like fucking whore who's taking his money, right? But then like when you get to it, you're like, oh shit. She's got a yeah, life too. Yeah. And she sees so many guys yeah, yeah. to go go to school and drop their girl. She's gotta take what she's gotta get at this point. Yeah. So you don't hate her as much no. as you should. And it's not even that simple. It's not even she's got to no. take what she's got to get. And she was it's, real it's, bad. Yeah, and it's not even she's got to take what she's got to get. Because look, the same time that we realized, oh, she's fucking someone else, he was fucking multiple For other sure. people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. So, so it's, not even, it's not even that clean, you For know. Sure. They're, yeah. both, they're both going after. Yeah, hell yeah. Taking care of themselves. And at 17, 18, whatever. And, yeah. and what you you heard all your your uh, your fans of slumbers, right? All you slumbers out there, take care of yourself fucking first. <laughs> Can't take care of nobody to take till you take care of yourself. 
Advice from Cousin Pumpkin. Yeah. Long Dark Dong Award. Is there anyone who you would eliminate from this movie? His his auntie was corny. She <laughs> she, she played a role. She played a role. She played a role which was good. She played a role which was good. But she's a little Look, I'm gonna I be would eliminate her though. Do this. No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would not. Look, I, mean, I was like, I don't think I would eliminate her just because I feel like she plays a protective auntie. Yeah, role. I would not. Like, I would not. No, you're right. You you're know, right. like I gotta be there. No, you're right. I would that, not. But I would not. Feels me. Fuck the uncle. It's controversial, but I don't care. <laughs> oh yeah, the uncle. Whatever. He's gotta be there though. He's but gotta, yeah, he's gotta be there because a real ass person in those situations. I don't yeah. need the sex worker Mila Jovovich's character. Oh yeah. Honestly, she does good job. I think she's great at that role. Yeah, but I think to suck someone into a movie who doesn't <laughs> say like you're bringing someone who doesn't give a shit about basketball to get my girlfriend to watch that movie, you gotta get the love interest. Ah, in uh, he's you right. Know yeah, he ha- you gotta get the love he's interest. right. No, he's right. It expands. He it expands the movie. This is a two hour and twelve minute movie. Because, I don't need like the because romance. Because that's ready to walk right. away might stay stay a little bit longer just to see what yeah, happens between. Uh, we have the, so much time devoted to that little storyline that amounts to nothing. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think it was that much time. I think it was that much time. It's it a two hour and twelve minute. It was time movie. though. It was time. It How was much time. time? Maybe, there maybe, were, maybe there a were, half hour. Well, and to be fair, I think she does a yeah half hour is a lot in a, a fucking lot. movie. There were times where I was I like, "What is she doing here?" Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, and I, I feel where you're coming from. I, I work think with she, a lot of Eastern Europeans, so maybe I just have a. <laughs> no, I'm not saying to cut her out of the whole movie, but like, she's in a, like the whole scene, like yeah. you know, where he can't perform. Her and I'm like, what are you gonna do? Also, like, I think she's she important to just the, the aspect of um, keeping her authentic and and to Coney Island. I like her performance. Maybe she didn't have to be there that long. She was in this movie a lot, and I'm like. Does the guy need a romance? He's out of prison for a week and he needs a fucking romance? You need a romance in a movie to capture all the fucking random people. In real life, he'd go to the strip <laughs> club, he'd use that money and whatever, talk to some girl, she'd give him a lap dance and he'd be good. I don't know, but he loved his wife. Oh, She's that, dead. that was the whole good. part that we didn't even talk about. She's dead. We talked about it. Yeah, but after he just his pants, he went back to the fucking gravestone and was all about it. No, okay. seriously uh, though, but there was real love there. I get it, I get it. There was real love there. No, I don't need that part. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry about my impolitical correctness. No, that's all I'm saying. about how I talk I don't about need that part. Nah, I don't nah. need, that's you that's know? so real. That's so real. I don't need him to be like, oh my God, I couldn't perform with this lady. Let me go see my wife. Yeah, but he lady. performed after. She said he had the whole day. <laughs> you know? Long Dark Dawn Award. Would you eliminate anyone from this film? I don't know. I feel like I always say no, so I don't know. So no? So you know? I don't know. Yeah, I always say no. I gave you my choice. I gave you my choice. If you don't have another choice, that's who I'm picking. Well, you're wrong. Your opinion is wrong, sir. (laughs) Cameron Fry Award. Anyone too old to be a high schooler in this movie? I'll I'll, I'll break it down a little bit more. I feel like there's got to be somebody in this movie that's But did Ray Allen look like a good high schooler to you? Yes. Yeah. That'd be great. I thought he did. I thought I didn't know if he did in the beginning, but then I was just so into everything that like it didn't matter. Like he had also, me. I feel like we never talked about how good of a fucking actor he was to be it. I thought he was good player and just coming. Oh, uh, I thought he was trash. Really? Look, yes. Okay, so I'm, but I'm, but I'm, basketball I'm, players are trash at everything, 
except playing basketball, which well, is why we love Shaq. Great. <coughs> which no. is why we love Shaq. We love Shaq <laughs> because Shaq. Who's the general right now? Shaq is literally all right. Well, Shaq is one of the only dudes. Okay. Shaq, Chris Paul, like we know the only dudes that are good at doing other shit but playing basketball. So, so look, to me look, though, but I'm, Shaq, Chris Paul could have never played this raw fucking No. Role. So I'm in the middle of you like, guys, right? Like, like Ray Allen was raw with this role. He was. He's raw, but he's raw also like this role. And that's what made him seem know, young. You know what? And at the end of the day, yes. That's what made him seem young. Yeah. Which is good, but like could like Rayon knows his shit, right? Like he's not gonna be in the next Tyler Perry movie being like the love. No, he's no. not Rick Fox. Did he ever play any other you know movie I mean? ever? Rick Fox yeah. is actually But Rick a, Fox is playing himself. He's playing himself, but Rick Fox is actually a decent actor. But, not, but he's playing himself, which is brilliant. But did Ray Allen ever <laughs> No because he knows. Wrong, did Ray Allen ever play in any other film? No. Hell no. Because he knows. He's I, this is I'm what I'm about to say. Oh, it's a wrap. Stick a fork in him. He's done. Oh my god, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm with you, Kirk. I don't think he's a good actor, but I'm also with you, Pumpkin, because... Yeah, but there were scenes where, like, when he got angry and was heated and, like... But he's a ball he player. A kid, like... Like, I think like Denzel... Denzel scenes, I'm like, yo, I'm like, alright. Denzel's a genius You think actor. Denzel bought it out of him? You think Denzel, Denzel is one of the greatest actors of all time in the history of the world. We can go a thousand years and people are going to watch Denzel's shit and be like, fuck. And you really great. think that? You really think that? Not in every scene, but I think in that basketball playing scene when they're playing against each other, I think Denzel was like, "Look, I could lose this guy for team nothing, but it's gonna look like." I shit, think Denzel right? was awesome in that movie. No, he's amazing. I think Denzel was like, "I gotta bring the real out of him." You're not gonna bring the real out of him in, in a regular scene, right? You're gonna bring the real out of him on the playing court. basketball. Yeah, and you yeah. see, you watch that yeah. scene, you're like, "Fuck, Ray Allen's pissed yeah. right now," you know? Oh, I want to go back and watch. I gotta go back and watch. And watch it, and he's he's. Taunting him. That lap was like we said. Yeah, was not on purpose. You could tell. Oh, you could pissed. tell. Rayon was pissed at that scene. So, look, Rayon, not a great actor. He's not a terrible actor. It's cool for the movie, but like, could Rayon play like your uncle in something or whatever? No. He could. But that's the thing with athletes, especially basketball players. Listen, basketball is the one sport where these motherfuckers can't do anything else. Shaquille O'Neal, different story. Even Kobe. Trying to do other shit, he's still Kobe trying to do other shit. Yeah. But like basketball players, and there's like a culture <laughs> where it's like, you know, the voice is deep, and uh, yeah, we was just trying to blah blah blah, and the defense was there, and da da da. Even LeBron James, like LeBron James, is a fucking phenom. Yeah, he can't. He act. is like a phenom. He's one of the most incredible. Transcending athletes of all time, he's the guy. I love him. Love him. When he first came into the league, wasn't fucking with him at all. Then watched him prove his shit, and then watched his social justice, and then watched his fucking money moves. Love him. And you still watch him and be like, oh, <laughs> he's still got black basketball player voice when he's trying to do something. I think, to me, I think LeBron James just comes off corny as fuck Corny as fuck. Corny as fuck. Yeah, corny as fuck. You're not wrong. Yo, corny But that ain't Ray Allen in this movie. Corny as hell. You know? Ray Allen's movie come hard. No? Yeah. Well, I'll sit sit on my own throne. Let's (laughs) grade Ray Allen. I'll sit on my own throne. Ray Allen, you killed this shit. Let's grade this movie. We on High School Zone Party give a report card grade of A plus to F, but we like to give a little bit of a, you know, 
a little bit of a rubric for you guys to just be like, maybe I was wrong, I don't know. Rotten Tomatoes, 81% by the critics, pretty good. 83% by the audience. Letterboxd, which is the nerds of all nerds. Everything pretty much falls in threes. 3.5 out of five. But I don't care about that. We care about the report card grade. So Kirk, I'm gonna hand you the Manila, Manila card first. I'm gonna give you that red pen. A plus to F. What do you grade He Got Game? This is tough. This whole series is tough. Because I'm black. And they're, and they're all deep in my soul. <laughs> Just grade it on how you feel. That's how I grade. Yeah, grade how you feel. I know, but it's like... Fuck everybody else. A B plus. But I'm torn between a B plus and an A minus. That's where I am, so I'm with you with that. How about you, Pumpkin? Well, you know, I, I think you know, and the, I think the fans know I'm a liberal grader. I'm going to go with an A. Solid. Solid A. Solid A. Come on, this is a great movie, and there's, there's so much shit that we even talked about. Yeah, like go into right. depth in right. well, the fact about that this I, movie that, like, right. that I could even... I'm not even well versed to talk about. You right. know, like, Listen, I got three. You were just talking about the sneaker part about this movie, the Jays about the like. There's so many things you could go into about this movie that I have as of right now three hours and fifteen minutes of raw audio. So I'm good. You can convince me. You kicking us out. You kicking us out. No, a minus. You kicking us out. You kicking us out of the slumber party. I thought we sleeping here together. <laughs> Maybe we could, but fuck it. A minus. I enjoy. Oh, you cursed! This is the first time you cursed on. I a cursed podcast. earlier on this podcast. I heard it. Yeah. I heard it. Oh. About, about seven Coney minutes. Coney came out today. A minus because again, I enjoyed every second of this movie, even the corny shit, even the shit I can talk about. Spike Lee, I love what he's doing here. So A minus. We're gonna give it the A minus. All right, let's do this. Oh, oh, oh! No, never mind. Let me skip this question and go back to. Because you told me you got one for this one. Oh, I do got one. You talking about the sleeping bags? Yeah, you mentioned we're at the slumber party together. I got one, yeah. We're sleeping over. I got our, a curveball for you. Our wives and girlfriends are like, why aren't you home? No, we're talking about he got game, that's why. <laughs> but we, we're, we're all going to get in our sleeping bags and have this slumber party together. So Ooh, Cousin Pumpkin, we doing you, that? We doing that? You first. Your wife what, know about that? <laughs> what does your he got game sleeping bag look like? Oh, what does it look like? Straight up, Rucker Park. Got the maple leaf. Mm. Straight green sleeping bag. Oh, that's the, what I'm the, going with. The, the, park, going with. the New York park. Yeah, the New yep. York park. Uh, and, and, and you know what? I would have went with Dykeman because Dykeman's my hood. No, no, no. <coughs> but Dykeman yeah. doesn't have this that, that, that type of staple. That like Rucker Park, yeah. I like, like everything. Solid green flag and this is like yes. Fulcrum Rucker Park. That's the best yep. one I ever heard. Like Solid that. green Maple leaf I need to think about this before I come here. I never think you, about this. You've been on the show leaf. many times. I know. So. And I know. every time I get caught. And I just got caught caught <laughs> by his shit. Like, that's some shit I would fucking buy if it existed. Damn. Mine would have to be like Denzel's fucking like chin up afro. Yeah. And like, zzz, like unzipping the afro. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, like in the red joint. <clears throat> and I'm thinking him in the red. And I love the knee pads. Yeah, but I feel like the sleeping bag is too much. 
shit to look at to have like the knee pads no, I'm with you, involved yeah. you know so you guys picked those good things I was gonna pick something similar to you Kirk but I'll just go with like the Lincoln uniform the Lincoln High School uniform oh uh, Marbury ooh. would be cool I ain't mad at that I ain't mad at that no it easy, I ain't easy, mad you at took that. the easy way out representing cause if I didn't have the Rucker Park one I would've went I don't know if what I don't know what he was drinking in the park I don't oh, know my boy park. Jack was <laughs> drinking in the park but That's I would've went brown bag if it wasn't for Rucker Park ooh. I would've went I would've went brown bag with a little, just a label showing. Uh, e and J. That's why you ain't gonna make. E and J. That's why he ain't gonna make. E and J. That'd be cool. A, I thought about bringing E and J, you know, to here today, but I was but, like, eh, I'm I gotta, glad you I gotta go work tomorrow. I'm glad you didn't because you're still yeah. here, you're still here talking to us. So I'm glad. You're here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my favorite question every week: We're at the magical blockbuster. That is every movie that has ever existed. Oh, this is the part that I fucked up and didn't think about ahead of time. We yeah. know we're renting He Got Game. We know we're oh going to do that for God. our slumber party. We're going to watch. We're going to go to sleep. We're going to get in our cool sleeping bags. But, Kirk, I'll ask you first. We get to that counter, and we see a sign that says, rent two movies, get one free. Don't take my one corny movie because I don't have a second. <laughs> and we're like, yo. I, I go to the front, and I'm like, hey. I'm going to keep our place in line. We know we're renting He Got Game. I'm going to say you in the back, the two of you. Got to pick one movie that we're going to watch in this trifecta. So, Kirk, you go first, and then Pumpkin. What other movie are we watching when he got game for the slumber party? Man, this is... I feel like I've said this once before, but it's coming to me so hard right now. There's no other name to say. Sunset Park. Sunset Park? I don't think you said yeah. You said that when? I don't know. Maybe. It's just, it's just always in the back of my head. Sunset Park. I love it. You know that Sunset movie. Park? No. Fredro Star from Onyx, you know Onyx. Oh, I love it! The, the fucking time difference. Hey, Sunset hey, Park is definitely gonna right, be yeah. one of them. Yeah. Sunset Park. Is that on our list? It's gotta be on our list. It's not, bro. We it's let's not. put that on the list. I yeah. forgot about that movie. You mentioned it. Sunset Park. See, that was going corny as fuck. So do it. Pump, cousin Pumpkin, what do you uh, got on the list? Off the bat, Space Jam. I'm just trying to think of basketball movies. Um, no, you're good with Space Jam. I like that. I'll go Space Jam, and then I'm going to go really, really suburbia. Corny, corny. This no, no, okay. Disney Channel original. What's that movie where they fucking, they're cooking and shit, and... Eddie's been like, I'm gonna let you do that pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I am doing that. You have one pick because there's two people here. Oh, I get one pick? Yeah. I'll stick with my Space Jam. All right. Not the LeBron version either. Don't don't LeBron Space Jam? No, no, I said not the LeBron version. Oh, don't. Because that shit didn't even come out yet. Don't embarrass yourself. Fuck that corny ass shit because you know that shit coming out corny as fuck. (laughs) Don't embarrass yourself with Eddie's million dollar cook off. You're picking Space Jam. We're all good. Yeah, I rock with who I am. (laughs) I rock with Eddie's. Cook Jam, all right? Eddie's Cook Jam, my favorite. (laughs) Well, guys, this was an absolute pleasure. Thank you guys for coming on fucking He Got Game, one of these movies that... Take your sleeping bags to Rucker Park. It it sticks with you. It sticks with you. You want to see some real ball. Cousin Pumpkin, you're getting a tattoo soon, but I don't think you got anything promote. Kirk, you don't get anything promote because you're not the social media guy, but if you want to promote something, feel free. This is your time. Nah, I'm good. If anybody wants a high-end, overpriced gym to be designed, come holler at me. (laughs) 
And thank you guys for um, letting me get the tattoo. I guess I kind of wanted. Oh, you can tell it's Friday night here on my summer home on San Emilio Island. People are partying up. There's music outside. It's a good time. But I love the way that Cousin Pumpkin ended that episode because he foreshadowed it. He alluded to it. His tattoo... He just got it yesterday. Oh my God, it was such an experience. I went to the tattoo shop with him. I am so afraid of needles, but Andrea was awesome. She let us come watch it happen, and even though I was scared at first, I wasn't the one in the chair, so (laughs) it wasn't as bad for me. But you know what? I got to give all the props and all the love to Cousin Pumpkin because he just, yeah, I mean, he did it. He's a man of his word. I give scenarios to all my friends. And rarely do they say yes. But family, as Vin Diesel says, family, that's thicker than anything, right? And me familia, my cousin, my primo, cousin Pumpkin. He did it. The slumberers wanted him to get a goofy movie tattoo. They voted on one, Max's Powerline, and he got it. So I had to talk to him after it happened. We shared some brewskis. We wanted to have some drinks and celebrate this huge accomplishment since it was so long in the making. So we went to a brewery, and I took my microphone out. I tried my best. There's noise in the background, but whatever. Live, live. It sounds like a like a post-game interview. So, like, yeah, we'll call it that. Live post-game interview of Cousin Pumpkin after he got his tattoo. What's up, slumbers? We're here live at, what's this brewery called? South Shore Craft Brewery in Long Island, New York. And we're here celebrating. He did it. Cousin Pumpkin did it. You slumberers voted for it. He finally got his goofy movie tattoo, Max S. Powerline. We want to thank Andrea from Da Vinci Tattoos in Wontog, Long Island. She... Yeah, yeah. I don't know her IG. I'm asking you. Oh, no. I'll, I'll plug it. I'll shout it out. Don't worry. But we just want to talk to you quickly, Cousin Pumpkin. Cousin Pumpkin, your reaction. What was it like getting that tattoo? Are you satisfied? How do you feel right now? Well, I mean, this is my second tattoo that I've gotten, so I kind of had an idea already what I was getting myself into. This is definitely bigger than my first, though. So, but I wasn't nervous or anything, but it's like a tattoo. Yeah. I feel like I'm interviewing you after a big game. You're like... I wasn't nervous or anything, but you know. Nah, well, I felt like you were waiting for like the shoe to drop on me the entire ride here and everything. But I don't know. I was calm. I was really. I wasn't nervous at all about it. This is this is a man you slumberers need to follow the example of. I ask a lot of scenarios of people. I ask a lot of things of people. This is the only person who's followed through with something like this. Yes, I paid for it, but this is a big deal. So congratulations and and thank you thank you i thank the slumberers usually but thank you cousin pumpkin for fulfilling my and the slumberers dream with getting this tattoo of max's power line from a goofy movie well i feel like i just gave you guys a part of my leg you know (laughs) you have part ownership above my kneecap you and the slumberers well thank you for that ownership next the high school slumber party logo on your body i'm kidding i'm kidding that's for you to get next. No, thank you. <laughs> you got to get your first one. So there's another reason you're on. You, of course, were on with Kirkland Shepard for our He Got Game episode, which became episodes three hours long. <laughs> the original recording, we divided it into two. But with all that, we forgot to do something. We forgot to do the pumpkin baddie of the movie. 
telling me to think about this too. Now I got to think about it. So yes, the pumpkin baddie of the movie is a category that you invented, Cousin Pumpkin, where you decide who the baddest chick in the movie is. It could be what they look like now, hopefully not then. Hold on, it's not just chicks, it's just whoever is the baddest looking in the movie. My first pumpkin's baddie, I'm pretty sure, is Frankie Munoz. That is correct from the movie Big Fat Liar, so... Not biased here, no biased here. So, have you had some time to think about it? Who is your baddie from He Got Game? Well, like I said, I definitely... I feel like it has to be three off the top of my head. Like it goes Ray Allen, Denzel Washington, and Rosario Dawson. Right, that's her name? Rosario Dawson? It's gotta be one of those three. So I don't know. I kinda hmm. Like initially I'm like, you wanna go Rosario, but like how can you not go Denzel? Denzel, good looking guy at any age. Playing an older man, he still look fly, even though his knees are taped up with his fresh Jordans, you know. So Denzel Washington, the baddie of the week, I guess, pumpkins baddie of the episode. I love it. Well, once again, thank you, cousin Pumpkin, for getting this tattoo. You have to think about what your next high school slumber party tattoo is going to be, what the slumber is going to vote for. And any last thoughts? Anything you want to say to the audience out there, as they were the ones who chose this? I know you're satisfied with the choice. Well, I don't, with me, like, it, I got to sit, I'll let you know in, like, a week, you know, because, like, my first one, it was whatever, and then, like, after a week or two, I was like, oh, shit, it's still there, and then I'll see if I, how much I really like it, but the artwork came out beautiful, and it's a part of me for life now, so so are you guys. <laughs> so one, one thing quickly, it is above your knee, and we, are, we post pictures of it on our social media, but... <laughs> The tattoo artist, Andrea, had a really, really funny thing she said. Do you remember? About the toilet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, now I have three people to think about. She was saying that, like, any when you get a tattoo above your knee, that she always thinks about the artist who, do, who did it while she's taking the shit. Because, like, you look at your knee while you're taking the shit. So now I have her, Brian, and all the slumberers out there. You'll always be with me while I'm taking the number two. Well, thank you, Cousin Pumpkin. Thank you, as always. Let's keep drinking beer and celebrating this. Oh, boy. I hope my mother or no older relative listened to this episode. One, I got my little cousin a tattoo. Probably not a kosher idea among the older ones. And two, what a potty mouth I had today. And all of us. So apologies for the language. And once again, I know I'm going to get shit for this. Oops, I did it again. I know I'm going to get... Well, yeah, I'll just say it. I know I'm going to get shit for this, but... I apologize if anything we said was offensive. We're trying to just have an open and honest and real dialogue here on our He Got Game episode. So I'm curious to hear from you guys. If you felt that way, if you're like, no, you know, it was enlightening or whatever. Or, wow, you guys had too many gin and tonics. So remember, hit us up on social media. And that's where you can see Cousin Pumpkin's tattoo. It is awesome. But Facebook, Instagram, Twitter high school slumber party i'm looking at it now it's a thing of beauty it was bleeding a lot last night but i think that'll heal and i hope cousin pumpkin will send us a picture once it's all good and pretty i really can't wait i i really can't believe he did it i've been getting so many texts from people like wow you actually got him to do it but he wanted it too i think it was originally his idea right but i don't know whatever i appreciate it once again follow tattoos by andrea She's the artist who did it. She's so good. She's so good at Disney tattoos. That's why I chose her, really. I think one of my friends recommended her, just from seeing her on Instagram. 
but follow that and follow Da Vinci Tattoo in Wontog. Both great places. They treated us so well. She was so good. She was so entertaining also. Like, she's just a real person. So, yeah, get a tattoo from her. You might have to wait. She's in a lot of demand, but she was awesome. And once you see this tattoo, you're going to be like, man, maybe I'll get a Goofy Movie tattoo. Hey, and if any of you slumberers out there want to put your tattoo to a vote, hit me up. I will gladly, gladly do that. This was fun. This was really, really fun. Thank you so much for listening to our He Got Game episode and putting up with us getting silly. Thank you, all you slumberers who voted for Cousin Pumpkin's tattoo. Thank you, Cousin Pumpkin and Kirkland Shepherd for hopping on this podcast. You know we got another episode on Monday, though. And I said it before. We are continuing our Fear Street trilogy. We're coming to an end, though. Number three, Fear Street 3, 1666. We can end the curse. For Shady Side. What the hell? You see it now. Sarah! The devil has come to feast on our misdeeds. And his darkness grows within each of us. Sarah Fear. You know, nothing good comes from those woods after sundown. What was that? The truth will follow you forever. What happens now? And if you have been listening, you'll know that the movies have been a little disappointing to Kate Hudson because Kate Hudson is a Fear Street book expert and they're not very booky. But I have a feeling we're going to have fun talking about Fear Street 1666 because even if it's not great or even if Kate Hudson doesn't love it, it looks so silly enough that we're going to have a good time. If you're a fan of Twilight Forever or anything else that Kate Hudson does on this podcast, you'll know that if it's silly, we have a good time. We usually have a good time, so whatever. Anyway, watch that. Have a great summer, guys. Have a safe summer, of course. Well, I'm not saying goodbye for the summer. You know what I mean. Enjoy your weekend. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I need a Mai Tai. Oh, speaking of Mai Tais, did you see our video from here in San Emilio Island? Kyle and Brian, Summer Break Drinks. Kyle Reinfrey, the foodie films man. Him and I have been making these drink videos. We finally got off our ass and made another one. Check that out on social media as well. You'll realize why I podcast and don't make more videos. (laughs) Regardless, follow that. And one more thing, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop, look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you so much for supporting the Black Teen Experience. Let's leave you with, well, (laughs) after saying that, it doesn't seem right, but whatever, Aaron Copeland, very much featured on the He Got Game soundtrack. Later, dudes.
you still here? It's over. Go home. Go.